Did you know that you can lose weight with ease and fun? My name is Leandra McMullen. I'm a Christian certified life and weight coach. If you want to apply God's promises to your life, live victoriously in your health, and stop overeating for good, you are in the right place. Let's go. Hey, 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 my friends. Happy Monday. So excited to be with you today. We're going to talk about how amazing our bodies are even when we're gaining weight. And the reason I want to talk about this is because I remember when I was at my heaviest, I've lost 40 pounds in the last two years. And when I was at my heaviest, I hated my body. In fact, I was really upset at my body for putting on weight. I had thoughts about it betraying me, about it not knowing what to do. And because of the thoughts that I had around my body, I felt disgust. I felt shame. I felt frustration and even self-hate. And what I want to talk to you about today is what our bodies are actually doing when they're gaining weight. And As you know, if you've listened to other episodes on this podcast, our thoughts create our feelings. So what we're thinking about our body is extremely important if we want to feel good while we're losing weight. And really, what we're thinking about our body is so important in the weight loss process Because what we're feeling generates our actions. So if we're feeling disgust and betrayal and judgment and self-hate, we are not going to show up in a way that serves our body best. And that's where I was. I was in a cycle of shame and disgust and hate. And I was trying to punish my way thin. I was trying to eat less, eliminate all my favorite foods, and exercise more, and literally whip myself into becoming thin. And I promise you that does not work. It's backwards. And once I realized what my body was doing to keep me alive as it was putting on weight, I was able to shift my thoughts about my body and be in a place of gratitude, be in a place of compassion, to be in a place of understanding and curiosity, and eventually self-love. And when you're in a place of understanding and compassion and liking yourself and loving yourself from those emotions, you you can show up in a way that losing weight becomes an act of self-love versus self-punishment. So let's talk about what our body is doing when it puts on weight and how can we be thankful at it? How can we create an emotion that keeps us committed and determined? 
Well, first of all, our body is made up of more than 30 trillion cells. That's right. (laughs) We have over 30 trillion cells in our body. And when we have a sugar spike, right? When our body has too much sugar, then it can burn. All of our cells feel it. And we have what's called micro, 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 <laughs> this is such a hard word for me to say, mitochondria, that's it. We have what's called mitochondria cells in our bodies. And the job of the mitochondria is to take the sugar that we eat and actually transform it into energy for our body to burn. Okay, so our the sugar we eat heads straight to the mitochondria, and it undergoes this transformation that's turned into fuel or energy for our body to continue to function. Now, in order for us to really understand that, I want to use this analogy that I heard from The Glucose Revolution, which is a book that I just finished reading. And this is how she explains it, which I love. So think about Steve, we're going to call him Steve, right? And he works on a steam train, right? So His job, Steve's job on this steam train is to shovel coal onto the fire to generate the steam that pushes the pistons and makes the wheels of the train turn. So his job is to take the coal, put it where it needs to go so that the coal can be burned, right, and transformed into energy to to keep the train moving, So he's basically the mitochondria of the train, right? If you will. So periodically throughout the day, as the train speeds along, coal is delivered to Steve. And Steve's job is to place it next to the furnace and shovel it onto the flames at a steady pace to fuel the process that moves the train. Now, the raw material is converted to energy, right? And when the stock is up, another batch is promptly supplied. So just like the train, our cells hum along smoothly when the amount of energy that is provided matches up with the amount of energy we need to function. Are you with me? right? So our body is like that steam train, right? And sugar is the coal. And the mitochondria is the cells that take the sugar and burn it for energy. Now, after a couple days of Steve doing his job on the train, a few minutes after the next delivery of coal, he gets a surprise knock on the door. There's more coal. And he thinks to himself, hmm, it's a bit early, but that way, it's fine. I'll have some extra. So he sets the extra aside next to the furnace. A few minutes later, another knock, more coal, and another. And the knocks keep coming, and the coal keeps being delivered. 
And he says to himself, I don't need all of this. But he's told that his job is to burn it. And he's given no other explanation. So all day long, delivery after delivery, unnecessary coal is being stuffed into his cabin. And the coal being delivered far exceeds what is needed. Now, Steve can't burn the coal more quickly, right? He can't control how fast the coal burns up. So it begins to pile up around him. More and more piles getting taller and taller and taller around him. And in a short while, there's coal everywhere and it's stacked to the ceiling. He can barely move. He can't shovel any more coal into the fire because there's so much in the way. He's stuck. And so the train stops. And I want you to think about that in terms of our body. Our mitochondria feel the same way when we give them more sugar than they need. Our mitochondria cells can only burn so much sugar as the cell needs for energy. So when we spike, we deliver sugar to our cells too quickly right? And too much at once, problems start to pile up. And now our body has too much sugar, and it doesn't know what to do with it. In fact, there's nowhere to go with it. And we die. Our bodies, if we had sugar circulating in our bloodstream, too much of it, our bodies don't function, our bodies can't survive. So what do our bodies do then when we have too much sugar and we can't burn it fast enough? Well, it's essential to our survival to get that excess sugar out of circulation of our blood as quickly as possible. So our body has a plan and it starts playing Tetris. If you've seen Tetris before, right? You know that they arrange blocks into rows to clear them before they accumulate, right? And this is what happens in our body. If we have too much sugar that enters, our body does its best to stash it away, right? So what happens is our body decides to take the extra sugar that is circulating and it enters storage unit number one, which is the liver. The liver is the first place our body puts this extra sugar. Now, the liver can hold about 100 grams of sugar, which is about two large McDonald's fries, and that's half of the sugar our body needs per day. When the liver is full, The second storage unit is our muscles. Now, our muscles are effective storage units because we have so many of them, right? And so the liver and the muscles are efficient, but if we keep eating more sugar than we need, those storage units get full. And pretty soon, we don't have another storage unit for extra sugar, and our body starts to lose its game of Tetris. 
So in order to keep us alive, in order to keep us moving and breathing, the body starts packing away the extra sugar in our fat cells, right? And we have a lot of fat cells in our body. And that's where the body has to store it. And many of us have complicated feelings about fat, right? And we don't like the thought of putting on extra weight. We get mad at our body. We don't like our body, like I was saying in the beginning. But honestly, when we feed it too much, it has no choice but to store all of that extra sugar in our fat cells and put the weight on in order to keep us alive. And so I wanted to make sure that you understood this so that you can start thanking your body now for what it's doing to keep you alive. And for me, it helps with my thoughts about my body when I fully understand what it's doing. Now, I want to read Isaiah 61.10, where it says, I will find joy in the Lord. I will delight in my God. He has dressed me in the clothes of salvation, and he has wrapped me in the robe of righteousness. And so I just want you to begin the journey of giving gratitude for your body, even if you're not happy right now with the size of it or the weight of it. Because if you're going to start losing weight for good, one, we need to understand sugar and how our body works, right? So we can start balancing out our sugar spikes. And we'll talk about that in another episode. But we also need to start loving our body now. And if we can't get to a place of loving it, maybe the first step is getting to a place of understanding it and having compassion for it and living in gratitude for what it's doing to keep us alive. And when we live in that energy, when we live in that gratitude, then we can start showing up for it as an act of love. All right, my friends, you know, I love you. Thank you so much for listening to the Christian Weight Loss Podcast. And if you are ready to lose weight for good and fully understand what your body is doing and how you can change your thoughts, then book a consult with me. The link is in the show notes. And until next week, my friends, let's go live our life in grace, unlimited self-love, and victorious in Jesus.